0: The Open Hope Show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co host,
1: Dr. Heidi Horsley.
0: Well, Heidi, we have got a wonderful show today with a wonderful young man who we met in Parkland, Florida after the school shooting down there. Uh, That, if people remember that on the news, very tragic. 17 people were killed. It was uh, February, I believe, 14th of 2018, and we went down, uh, what, a couple of months later, Heidi? With the Bob Rossinini Healing Hearts Foundation, and uh, that's where we met our guest dad, who is an amazing guy who worked for the Marriott and uh, had set up for a healing day down there that uh, we were involved in.
1: Yeah, mom. Um, so, yes, like you said, after Parkland, we went down there a few months later to do a day of healing with the Bob Rossinini Foundation, and our guest today is so, Soha- so, so, hey, but okay, I'm gonna get this right. Sohaib Kreshi, right, Sohaib? Yeah. Okay, so, uh, so he, we met him and his father donated the Marriott, was able to donate the Marriott because he's, he's the manager there for us to have this day of healing. And Sohaib is a remarkable teenager, I have to say. I'm gonna give you a <laughs> yeah. shout out. You're amazing. Um, he did this incredible rap song, which we were gonna play today in honor of the 17 people that died and he knew all of them. And he pays tribute to all of them. And one of his very best friends died that day, Helena. And uh, Sohave is just remarkable. He is enrolled in both high school and pre-med classes at a college level at the same time. He is a survivor of the 2018 Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School shootings in Parkland, Florida. And he has written this song in honor of the 17. And we're going to talk to him today about how do kids and teenagers survive after this and thrive and go on and, and how has he done? So, so, hey, welcome to the show and thank you so much for joining us today.
2: Thank you so much for having me.
0: It's great having you on. Uh, t- talk a little bit about that day, where were you?
2: Um, well, I mean, I don't really like to talk about that day much, but um, I, was, uh, I, was, I was with my um, Spanish teacher, and so what happened was um we we were just working on a group project um and then all of a sudden the fire alarm went off and the weird part about it was that the fire alarm had gone off two periods ago so we weren't expecting another one you know we had the drill for the day and that's why we were just like oh maybe there's like faulty wiring or um they're just trying to trick us because literally one month before that all the teachers were talking about um these new um um procedures and stuff like for code reds and and code blacks and fire drills, and they completely renewed the procedure system and then all of a sudden they're testing us on you know now there's a fire drill, we go outside and then they yell code red and we're running back inside so at first, we thought that oh they're just testing out the new procedures that they're trying to check us to see how we react in sort of a real life type of situation so at first we, we weren't at all worried um and then somehow we got news that there was a school shooting and then in the distance you hear gunshots Mm -hmm. and that's when you know it's real at first i still thought that maybe they're just firing off blanks to try and scare us or something but that wasn't the case and where and the what happened was um when going back inside the hallway after they yelled code red, downstairs from my Spanish class is the auditorium. So most of the kids went into the auditorium, but half of us that were in the back of the pack, we got locked out basically, and uh, we had to run back upstairs. Like half wow. of them were cut off from us as they were yelling us to run back upstairs because of code red, and the other half were told to go downstairs into the auditorium.
1: That must have been terrifying, so, hey Here you are not able to get into the auditorium and having to turn back and run the other way. Not yeah was going on and not knowing where the shooter was, it must have been really, really terrifying.
0: Yeah, horrible, horrible experience. I wanted to ask you in, in retrospect now, it's you, you finished the school year and that kind of thing. What, what kind of um, things were most supportive for you after the loss and your friends? So the most
2: supportive things are close friends. Like I hung out with my friends a lot after that. Well, because we all were really close friends with Helena and uh, we all just stuck together and because of that we were able to help each other heal after you know feeding off of each other's pain like we knew what each other was going through because we were all her friend and that's why i think just close friends are the best um best thing um and then for the rap i've just um i've been writing like songs and poems and stuff since i was in i think maybe eighth grade And um, when I write, it's just like I have an overflow of emotion for some reason, whether I'm angry or I'm sad or I'm just really extremely happy, and then um, and then I just start writing. Um, So then there was one night I was just up, and all I could think about was Helena, and all I could hear were the gunshots, and then I was just overflowed, and it was like two a.m. And then I just pulled out a notebook and a pencil, and I just I just started writing, and that's how. That's how I just made the rap. Hi,
3: so, hello. hello, everyone.
1: I, Hi. My mom, I remember meeting meeting uh, so nice. Uncle at, at Parkland, and this family is phenomenal. I have to tell you, <laughs> there is so much love in this family, and they are so close. And I love how Uncle just all of a sudden shows up online, and he's like, "Here, here to support you. Surprise! Surprise!" Has them into this family. I mean, I looked at the family, and they are all doing this together. They are they are a unit. They are going to get through this somehow, and they're going to do it as a family. Am I right about that?
2: Yeah. That's my correct. family was really supportive during it, too. They all made sure that I was as happy as I could be. My cousins came and visited me all the time. and Yeah.
0: Now, did your, did your grades suffer? And do you know if your fellow classmates did have um,
2: Yeah, have a, a lot of days? our grades suffered, especially in like the fourth quarter. Nobody could really like, you know, handle it. And the third quarter, the thing is that when we got back, we didn't do much in school. So our grades stayed fine. But then it was in the fourth quarter when we started getting back into the curriculum, not everybody was really ready and not everybody could really focus while being in that same setting that everything happened in. So uh, most of our Grade suffered a little bit,
0: and and that's junior year for you, right?
2: Junior year, yeah. That's
0: the big year when everybody's saying this is it, you know, you've got to do it now. Yeah. This is going to impact your college, and kids are under pressure anyway. Without this whole yep. experience, did did you ever feel like dropping out? And did anybody? Else no,
2: ever- no, not really. I've never thought of dropping out of high school, and not even then.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I, did other friends do that or how did uh, they didn't
2: know? drop out but i know the friends that transferred or they uh did everything they could and they, they just switched to being in online classes or um they graduated early they tried to do everything they could to graduate early to just get out of school
0: after uh-huh. uh, uncle uh, uh sahib t- give us your take on this what did you see with these kids and and how did the community rally and what did you see with your nephew Um.
3: Uh, I saw, uh, let's say, it was a tragedy, very tragic. It's something uh, on a proportion that I had never seen before when, uh, initi- in, when it initially happened. And actually, I saw the thing unfold um, like during the news while I was at work. And when I realized that it was that school, I, um, I uh, reached out to my son and uh, some other family members. and I was like, whoa, this is so high school. So we um, checked his cousin immediately, started, you know, they like text geniuses and whatnot. So they were texting back and forth to make sure he was okay. He was barricaded in some room or whatever. Uh, everybody was going for safety. And um, so it was a big concern over that. And then he was like, like gone. We didn't hear from him for a while. The communications broke down. Um, I don't know what happened at the school, if they made him hang up the phones or whatever. So everybody was kind of like in a, a stressful panic mode uh, for the moment until later that evening, let's say around 8 p.m., when um, finally I, I stayed in touch with his father. And uh, they, around 8 o'clock, they told me they finally located him. And his father was like the um, uh, banquet manager at the hotel that they used as a staging ground for all the, the uh, kids and uh, survivors and everybody to uh, meet there because it's not far from the school. Um, so once that happened, I had I had anticipated going down the area from West Palm Beach down to Parkland, but I was like uh, looking at the news and everything. Uh, this traffic was just so horrendous, and so many people were out and everything. So I was like, I'll just give it a few days to die down. But um, it, when that happened. uh, At first, you just look at the catastrophe of it, of of what it was, but later on, it was amazing to see how these kids just immediately, like within hours or days, channeled this thing into something different. Uh, I don't know if it was like just a reaction from them to lash back out, but they did it um, very uh, strategically and um very positively you know and, and, the, and the fact that um they wanted to um uh eliminate this gun control thing i mean this um this uh gun violence that's especially happening in the school and they is
0: sahib is rap are you
2: involved with him with his
0: raps yeah, the
2: whole reason that it's like <laughs> it was made. Like I just wrote it, and then he was the one with all the connections to the engineer and the studio, and he like did the, the whole process, all the paperwork, making me get on Spotify and like Amazon Music. Just everything was him.
1: All right. All him. You guys, were a good team. You guys were a good team. It sounds like.
3: Yeah, yeah we were a good team on that, but the thing about it, um, I kind of like took the lead on that because I didn't want it to overwhelm me. When I saw the um, poem that he had written, he had put so much detail in it and it hit me so hard that uh, yeah. it was like so overwhelming because he touched bases on every student and it was something that
0: uh, 17.
3: Yeah, 17. And it was 17, like.
0: 17 and talked about the, the coach and. Yes. All it, that it, The way he did it, it with the amazing. details
3: yeah. in it. I was like, did you write this? And he's like, yeah. i say, well, you put a lot into this. He said, yeah, I had to study, research it. And a lot of it, he knew friends uh, firsthand. So he put it all together and I was like, wow, this is a good piece of work of art. Not only is it a good work of art, piece of art but it kind of like gives closure or it's not really closure. It's not going to be such a thing as closure no. to those families, but it acknowledges. It's like it kind of, it rather
0: than closure, it kind of gives an opening to the heart. It, it
3: does. It does. And a lot of them were appreciative of it. Like uh, the coach's wife, I think just uh, last week or week before, we had it on Twitter and she was like, oh, it was more than just students that died. And we explained to her, yeah. And the song, it explains about the teachers. it, it uh, it, uh, it mentions each each and every person that died from
2: that school.
0: And right. Hey, we're going like to play it right games. now. Sahib. do you want to say something about
2: it before we play it? Maybe like two and a half, three days, because I have to do a lot of research and I talked to a lot of people to like, um, write the words that were in it about like the 17 um, victims, um, because I wanted there to be a special part for each and every single one of them. So I have to do a lot of research for that. Um, mainly, what all, all it is is like I just did it for Helena. Like everything I'm doing right now, the song especially is just for Helena.
0: Awesome. Well let's hear it right now and then we'll talk about it a little bit after.
4: Nine one one, what is your mind? Hello, nine one one boy,
0: my son is in stomach on the title. He's said he heard
4: noises and talks. And he thinks there's a shooting going on at the school. Hello. Hello. It was a great day. I made a new friend. I was actually happy. Ain't no need to pretend. For a period, I'm chilling, doing my work. And all of a sudden, it all went berserk. Fire alarm rang, Shas pain. Thank God for my teachers and A.P. Lang It was the drill, to student said Then your friend shot in the head He's just a kid, they try to shout He don't know what he did Man, get the hell out Mentally ill? What the hell does that mean? That doesn't make up for those Seventeen? Seventeen lives gone for nothing Seventeen friends gone without warning. Seventeen families that shouldn't be mourning. Seventeen beauties eternally snoring. Seventeen kids won't wake up in the morning. Seventeen. 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 Shout out to boy Guap, coolest kid on the block. Red Martin, that boy, so alive and full of joy. Alyssa, only fourteen, an amazing soccer queen. Nick bro, you were picked up by the swim team University of he was living his dream Mr. Beagle, you wasn't just a teacher You was a friend, a truly precious life that didn't have to end Coach Weiss, man, you were so damn chill Riding that golf cart with you was such a thrill Jamie, you were too young to leave But bergs, together we grieve Coach Hickson, our sports now has an empty vessel All you ever wanted was to teach to wrestle Yo, you were such a happy kid, Luke Now we crying so hard, we damn near puke Kara, you just love to dance Every time you pranced, everyone was put in the trance. Gina, a valuable asset to our color guard Now that you're gone, it's way too hard Elena, girl, you love to volunteer and serve A bullet was the furthest thing from what you deserve Meadow, so lovely and full of energy but you always live on in all memories Alex, man, you were a friend no one wanted to lose Now everyone wearing your custom made shoes Common, you were smart, a goddamn scholar National Merit was about to give you a holler Peter Wayne, dog, you were legendary Holding that door open like it wasn't even scary Damn Helena, my friend, I've known you since elementary you saved your classmates' lives with such chivalry. Now we're out seventeen. Seventeen. Seventeen lives gone for nothing. Seventeen friends gone without warning. Seventeen families that shouldn't be mourning. Seventeen beauties eternally snoring. Seventeen kids won't wake up in the morning. Seventeen. 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 No more beef, man, let's wipe the slate clean Pick up our head from our phone screens Have a moment of silence for the 17 I know how bad we all hurting. Somewhere else the grass is more green Call me some slack, I'm a young suffering teen Mourning the loss of 17 They're gone, man, never ever to be seen But our life in the gleam As long as y'all remember, 17 And I know the road ahead is painful and long but I know you'll agree, cause I'm not wrong when I say always be positive, passionate, and MSD strong, strong. 17 lives gone for nothing, 17 friends gone without warning, 17 families that shouldn't be mourning, 17 beauties eternally snoring, 17 kids won't wake up in the morning. 17, 17, 17? 17. 17, 17, 17, 17. Wow, Is that really
0: takes you to the magnitude of the situation and what a nice tribute but also it's incredible to think of what you've been through your uh, the your fellow students and everyone and what you've made out of it congratulations
1: such a great
0: tribute to the 17
1: that died that day um it's it's really pretty unbelievable that you were able to do that it sounds like it helped you in your grieving has it so, I have to write that? Of- yeah,
2: to write it helps, like, you know, just release your emotions and, um, you know, make something out of it. it. makes you feel better.
3: The biggest thing is that we create a platform here where we can, um, because the movement, I, I, I told them there are different ways we can do this. And we decided to stay with the grassroots ways. And we wanted to stay in connection with the uh, March for Our Lives movement and promote the um, ideals and things that they had are putting together. So we want it to be an ongoing, evolving type thing. This is something that is transcendo, transcending and uh, history and time
2: for years to come.
0: Well, Sahib, uh, before we close the show, tell us about your future plans.
2: Um, future plans, well, mostly I just wanna <laughs> go to college at UCF and go into uh, sports medicine. Oh, wow. Um, because I've always loved sports, especially basketball. I'm like obsessed with basketball. Miami is my favorite team. And then I learned about um, sports medicine, which is being a doctor for a sports team. And that just sounded like something I'd be really interested in because I love biology. My parents would love for me to become a doctor. I can make them happy and make myself happy. That's mostly my future.
1: There's a lot of teenagers out there that are grieving, Sahib, and you are, you are basically an expert on teen grief because you've been through this horrific thing. Yeah. Uh, I wanna know what advice you have for teenagers out there that have had a loss?
2: Um, to have had a loss, stay close to your friends that you had that were friends of the person that you lost. And if not, just any close friends. Um, because honestly, like nobody really understands you like your friends do. And they're the ones that helped me out with it the most friends and even family because my family was really supportive um that's mostly a friends and family they're they're the best and if you know if you haven't ever tried writing um it's a really great tool to um release all your emotions
0: thank you sahib that's great advice i love that
2: thank yep.
0: you it's been great having you on the show sahib thanks for thank you so on.
2: much Thanks and for having for
0: me. And that you're willing to come out and be a support to all the people that have had these losses. And I want to thank also Uncle for coming on, Abdur. Mm-hmm.
3: You're more than welcome. Thank, thank you all you. for giving us a platform to express ourselves.
0: I and, love that yeah. family support, yeah. don't you Heidi?
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely. This family has got a heart of gold, I will tell you. Uh, thank you Uncle for coming on too. I, I love seeing the support and I love seeing the collaboration. And I love that you took this and ran with it, Uncle Abdur. I love that you did this and got it out there.
0: Well, again, thank you both for being on the show. And, And we want to thank everybody for watching this show today. And we want to remind you always that if you've lost hope, please lean on ours until you find your own. And God bless.